0: Joined by Deborah Brown, former Bangara senior artist, ahead of her debut main stage directorial work with the world premiere of Belvoir Street Theatre's Blue in January 2023. And this will be a highlight of the 2023 Sydney Festival as part of the festival's First Nations Focused Blackout program. Deborah, thanks very much for taking the time to talk to us and welcome to NITV Radio. Thanks
1: for having me, it's a pleasure.
0: You are an award-winning performer, and now you are on the other side directing a play. Tell us about your journey from performer to director and the choice of this particular piece of work.
1: It is a funny, it's a funny journey, and it's been a funny transition um, artistically, particularly because I retired from Bangara at the end of 2017, and uh, studied film studied i did a master's in film directing or screen directing at afters for two years and then covid happened (laughs) and um so it's been a very interesting uh four to five years since since i was a dancer and i thought it was going to be not easier but i thought by being a director i wouldn't have to be in the spotlight anymore and um I'd be more behind the scenes. But it's interesting how the nerves hang around longer during the day than when I was a performer. As a dancer, I think the nerves would kick in um, in the afternoon, just after lunch. But uh, now now that I'm learning more and more to be a director, I notice the nerves start as soon as I wake up. And they hang around till I go to
0: sleep. No, yeah, it's a twenty-four-hour process. I know when you're <laughs> in front of a blank page, <laughs> we have that fright and uh, kind of uh, brain stoppage. Sometimes you don't know where to start, where to go, and um, yeah. how your work, where the work is going to take you.
1: Um, and, and and to have the answers, just to oh, I don't have the answers today. I have to, you know, but. I've had some very good mentors and, um, and, and teachers that I've looked up to in the past and I've watched them and how they, uh, how they work through the process, particularly coming from Bangara, finding things organically, um, happened a lot in the space. So I think a lot of it comes down to trust and having a really good team around you and a, a good network of collaborators or a good community of collaborators is the key i think that really helps it's it's not a journey that you can do on your own and um and i've grown to appreciate that more and more going into this role and blue in particular has been really beautiful at the moment i get to work with longtime collaborator jacob nash who's done many sets and and has built beautiful landscapes for me to dance upon um so i couldn't think of anyone else to um, create the world for Thomas Weatherall's Blue and he has a beautiful collaborator, a collaborator Chris Baldwin. So the, the creative team is gorgeous as well as Chloe Ogilvie and Will Hughes. They've been people that I know have worked in a world that I'm very familiar with so I feel as though I've got a great... Um, I can share a really nice language with them in this space
0: And now, why this particular work? Tell us a little bit more about Blue.
1: It's just a very stunning, gentle, tender, um, gorgeous piece of writing by Thomas. I read it perhaps, would it be a year ago, or at the top of the year, I can't remember when I first read it. It was just this long monologue that I had read in my bedroom that just by the end of it, had me deeply moved, and I could see the imagery and the, the visuals with it so vividly just from the first read of I think an early draft, if it if not his first draft of the work. Progressively over the year, over the year, how he's refined it and sculpted it. Um, I, I don't think it really takes too much on my part to bring forward what he's what he's written and what he has said emotionally, because you can sit with him just quietly and um, be really deeply moved by the words that he has to say. He's quite impressive. He's 22, and this is his debut work as a writer, and it just flowed from him, and I think that's something... I don't know. Well, I feel very privileged that I get to work this and work this with him and help him shape it for Belvoir and for Belvoir audiences
0: Because Belvoir is a particular theatre in Sydney, I know it's a really in you know, a little nice nook of uh, the city I like where it is located How yes. significant is it for you to be able to produce something in the heart of uh, actually what I would call uh, closest to the strongest First Nations community in Sydney? Y-
1: yeah I would agree. I think Belvoir sits in a very a meaningful spot in terms of storytelling and where it's located in Sydney and on Gadigal land. Belvoir was one of those theatres as well because I grew up here in Brisbane and we had Queensland Theatre Company in the block. But it was one of those things where you knew about Belvoir Street. Well, I knew about Belvoir Street growing up in Brisbane. I remember the first time. Actually, this is a this is a story I've told a few people. I, The first time I went to Belvoir, so I'd already been living in Sydney. I was the same age as what Thomas is now. I was 22 and starry-eyed and I had been working in hospitality for a good year and a half and I finally got into uh, Bangara Dance Theatre so I could afford to go and see shows because I had had a regular pay packet and a couple of girlfriends and myself went to watch William Yang's one-man show. He was just a really beautiful storyteller and he was upstairs at Belvoir Street Theatre and just took us on a really lovely journey about his upbringing and life and his photography. And I remember walking away feeling quite moved by by that. And then, of course, I got to see more and more plays and got to see the diverse range of um, plays that Belvoir produced. Um, and all the different stories. So to be able to take something like Blue and and put it in that space, I mean, someone who was very important to me creatively and inspired me as a as a dancer was David Page, and his brother Stephen Page directed him in his one man show Page Eight in that very same space. So I think there's uh, there's a very deep connection with Belvoir in terms of the people who I've admired um, and peers that I just absolutely love who have treaded the boards there. So I'm really excited to get to create in that space alongside these great creators such as Thomas and and, and, the, and the team.
0: Coming back to the story, it said that the story of Blue is a story of grief and resilience.
1: It takes upon this journey of... Um, a young man named Mark and um, I guess where he is in terms of his mental health and where he sits in um, within his family uh, and what he witnesses is life at, at such a young age, what he has to witness and um, cope with. I don't really want to give too much away, but it is very reflective and contemplative of how he copes with grief how does he survive that, and how does he continue to breathe and um, and, and and deal with these and and go through this process yeah. um, that he he faces, particularly at such a young age and as a young man? And I think what he's written about has a universal appeal. It's part of blackout. He yes, um, a lot of us on the team, uh, identify with being First Nations, but I think it is a, it is a piece of writing that no matter your background, uh, I think there is a connection. It's just such a gentle way of bringing you into the space, no matter who you are or what your cultural background is.
0: Now, let's look at the costumes, the music, the set, all these other uh, elements that bring a show really together and um, bring it to life.
1: I'm really excited about working with this creative team. As, as mentioned earlier, Jacob Nash, I've worked with for many years, also as a dancer, as, uh, uh, once or twice as a choreographer. He's someone that knows how to create this intimacy and also be able to give us this uh, amazing landscape at the same time. Jake's gift I think is being able to transport us in what is essentially a theatre and I think Belvoir Street compared to say the theatres like I've, I've often worked with him in the space of the, of the drama theatre at the Opera House so Belvoir's a very different space to create a new world or a different world and I think what he's imagining at the moment I think, will transform it into a uh, place that I don't think we often explored um, at Belvoir. And then we've got uh, Will Hughes and Chloe Ogilvie. Chloe's doing our lights and and Will, um, our sound and music. And the thing I love about this team is because I've come from a dance background and I've, I've shifted now into, the director, into a director of theatre and a little bit of film... These creators have worked in both fields as well. Both, all of them have had a strong connection to dance as well as theatre. So for someone like me who is still building up their director's vocabulary, <laughs> perhaps if I have to slip into a dancers, if dancers talk, I know that they all understand <laughs> what I'm saying and feeling. Yeah. Um, but they've all done such beautiful w- work in the past. And I think they have the respect and the care that I think a piece like Blue deserves.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I've caught you at uh, such short notice, and we're coming close to the end of our conversation. So I'd like to open the mic to you for a closing word.
1: I think it's that story of universality. I think no matter where you're from, I think it's a beautiful. Um, I think it's a beautiful show to. To come and see. I think it's a really beautiful piece, particularly for those that are still emerging from the fallout of COVID. I think it's a piece that will um, help bring some calm and hopefully some support to those that might be feeling a little bit alone. Hopefully, when they see blue, they can they can connect and and feel seen as well and not so alone.
0: Deborah Brown, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today on NITV Radio.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks again for having me. Mm